Alright, this is Bible Talk Walk. Praise the Lord. So I got some good stuff and lots of stuff and just been listening to a lot of different lectures from uh, different people. Right now I'm passing a Roman Catholic Church in my county, C. Um, and all the county stuff goes back to Constantinople, I believe. I don't know, I'm just going by faith here. But experientially, you know, when you, oh, praise God, my friend, he's advertising at the uh, school over here for his uh, Chuck E. D's. Highly suggest people having small businesses and all that good stuff. Independence and just uh, masculinity. My old boxing coach, too. Praise God. Um, I wasn't really that into it. I wish maybe in some ways. Eh, nobody likes to get hit in the face. Anyway. Uh, yeah, just when you're passing a church, a Catholic church especially, and traditionally, and you're supposed to do the sign of the cross. Uh, you know, uh, and, then, and then when you're doing the sign of the cross supposed to be Father, Son, up, down, and the Holy Spirit is going from out, it's, it's going, you know, from right to left because the Holy Spirit's coming into your heart, so that's cool, and if you're Orthodox, I guess it's going out of your heart into the congregation, so it's, uh, I love how those two things kind of complement one another. That's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, let's get a little bit of uh, uh, scripture. I'm on track 10 on ESV here. Prophets and all the residents of Jerusalem with drunkenness. I will smash them against each other, fathers and sons alike, the Lord's declaration. I will allow no mercy, pity, or compassion to keep me from destroying them. Listen and pay attention. Do not be proud, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before he brings darkness, before your feet stumble on the mountains at dusk. You wait for... Amen. So... And that's that one part about give glory to the Lord your God before he basically just wrecks you. Um, that, a lot of times I'll hear scriptures and there's so many ways to interpret them, but a lot of times I get, I get stuff like that. I'll pull that out of, like, what can I apply? Um, and you could apply in different ways by hermeneutically, you know, accurately interpreting the scriptures with the patristics and having that to clarify everything and having just uh, the good hermeneutics with uh, you know uh, theology and everything aligning properly um, with uh, you know the, the various biblical studies uh, techniques books that, you know, help you interpret that with quality.
qualitative uh, and quantitative uh, studies, um, obviously using primary source text and uh, seeking that out, seeking God in, but that's the thing, that is the big thing, (sighs) seeking God and living out these experiential things, it's, it's, the scripture is more than just, it is the words on the paper, but it's, it's not adding or subtracting when there's an entire, uh, entire categories to, to help correctly divide the word of truth that have been traditionally laid down through, you know, like Paul said, through the traditions. But, you know, it's true. What is the clearest teaching? The clearest teaching is love. So where there's love, that that's probably how you're going to best figure out ways to interpret Scripture. Where there's love and, like, truth. Truth and love. Where there's truth in love and love of the truth. You know, where people aren't intentionally trying to sin. It's they're they're trying to love. You know, that's the focus. If 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 we found communities of people like that, you're gonna start interpreting scripture probably a lot more accurately. Or at least you're going to make huge hurdles. And uh, I guess that's a takeaway you could take from uh, Asbury's, Asbury uh, Seminary, I think it was. Asbury uh, College. And they had that big prayer meeting. I think that's some of the benefit you get from large gatherings like that. Um, that are helpful to... Uh, just spurring one another on. A lot of that, you know, I think it was based off love. So, anyway, that's a little gold for you. (laughs) But, um, there's different, there's different ways to see that too, because like, you could say, oh, well, that's fine and good, but all these people that are really smart, they, uh, they actually have the truth, and I just, they're just, they're mean. I heard they're, they're hard to work with. Like, think about it. Like, Muslims have a lot of context to the scriptures that some people consider them uh, a far, far not close at all. But uh, Christian sect, which is, they would hate if you said that, but <laughs> still, it's true they have uh, context. Um, not not if you read their stuff. Like I'm not talking about their actual books. I'm talking about historical context. They have touch points in history where there there's historical significance to understanding um, why. Christians are operating in whatever way that they operate in different ways. So, why they're living 
Oh, praise God. Um, yeah, so keeping it on topic, the Bible, talking about the Bible, walking it out. I've been listening to a lot of uh, teachings on Sola Scriptura and, and just how, you know, it's not really that. And that's just a kind of a made up, essentially a made up concept. Yeah, so that that's a whole ballpark for me, but uh, that, you know, I... I, uh, I have a hard time with, but you know, part of it is everybody wants to apply, apply the truth and, and really be in a church. It's a biblical church. It's applying the truth. It's actually true. Um, despite the magisterium, all that debate. And, and I think, I think, yes, it is, uh, magisterium correctly dividing the word of truth. Um, would be first if they're correctly dividing the word. Yeah, it's, it's, you're seeing it lived out. That's a blessing. But then you have uh, the uh, so you have the leadership, or you have magisterium, and you have the tradition uh, about what's being applied, about contextualizing everything, making it all make sense within the scriptures. And then you have the scriptures being this result uh, of all of that and uh, I was told by alright this is Bible Talk Walk I'm continuing on the Sola Scriptura I, I don't know if it's saved or what if anything you know a lot of this is just a debrief for myself I mean it's just the same as if you recorded it on your phone, driving home on your little recorder thing that doesn't really upload to anything. So, anyway, um, hopefully it did, and hopefully I can get this stuff rolling, and, you know, hopefully I can, like, be able to sit down and really, uh, write out and learn more of these topics, um, and organize them so that I can have communication and dialogue and build rapport with other people that are smarter than me at a progressive increment and uh, read books about everything related to theology and just continue to do this like experiential version of you know I'm, I'm out of academics I, I, I'm not really in the school anymore I'm, I'm just focusing on working quietly with my hands and I mean I have these desires to do all these things but it's like what is God's will? And, and a lot of it, I'm like, Sola Scriptura, no. You know, let's it's it's, it's focus, yes, on the, on the core applicable truths and, and applying those within Christianity. But it's like, that's, let's do that with the scriptures and, and with everything about Christianity. Just be a just be a Jesus freak, you know, be, be obsessed with God, and, and, you know, like, I know somebody that was considered hyper-religious because of their Christian faith, like, in a hospital setting, I'm like, yes, that's, that's horrible sounding, but in reality, that's, that's kind of cool, like, 
No, you don't want to be hyper-religious. You don't want to be labeled like that. But maybe you do. I mean, it is, it's literally written down. This person was a, a hyper-religious in their Christian faith. You know, it's like, and, and they weren't ra- they weren't negative radical. They were just literally just saying things of Christian uh, emphasis, and that was enough to, you know. Anyway, I, I say all that to say that it's it's a blessing to be um, walking with the Lord. Um, so, hey, so uh, another thing, I, I figured out, um, let's just, just go off topic here, because I just drove past this really sweet Chevy truck, um, the 80s and 90s Chevys, I really want to find out when Saldanos, he was, he's like a saint, I don't know, he went between like blessed and now he's like officially a saint in the Roman Catholic Church and he was basically just dedicated to God and the church and, and focusing on um, just spending time with God and, and having that experiential life I think he also knew theology he studied theology I think he was a priest and everything but I don't know um, he, I think he's a monk I don't know but anyway he He's a good guy, and he he blessed. Um, I think he blessed Chevrolet, so that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe there's other saints that have blessed different um, companies, but that's something. I don't know. Like you wonder because there are different. Like if you look at um, like a Pinto. A lot of people use that. I don't know if that was Chevy's. <laughs> I don't know who made the Pinto. But, um, that, you know, it has the gas tank in the front, which, you know, if you had a fender bender, you'd all done. You know what I mean? Crispy critter. So, there's, there's different engineering things that makes stuff more Christian or less Christian, maybe. Or just insane and not of God, you know. Like, but the... I, I think there's a, a positive form of masculinity that just comes off with the 80s and 90s design features. I would say from an outside perspective, just looking at the uh, the fenders, um, they're not... You look at the early 2000s, and I was surprised. I think they didn't want to win the war in Iraq and Afghanistan because look at the fenders in the early 2000s trucks compared to the 90s. The 90s were sweet looking. The early 2000s, it looks like you're driving a little... Uh, it reminded me of the little Beatles. Which, I, the people that drive those are great people. I know some people that have driven those. But it's not masculine. It's not going to win a fight. You know what I mean? Those people are... The ones I know that drive Beatles are women. Or I only know like one person. It's a woman. And so, I would totally drive them probably have great gas mileage but it's you know uh it's definitely not masculine and i don't know if chevy made the deal but anyway i think just the 80s and 90s uh something bottom something i would like to know the exact date and context that saldano's uh, blessing of the uh, chevy vehicles but 
it makes me it makes me want to justify like getting a Chevy again, or, or even like just fixing up my old Chevy I got, because you know, and I don't want to get one because I'm never gonna I'm trying to never go in debt, but. The newer, the newer trucks, they're, they're taking that older style since like 2014 and 15. But anyway, speaking of monks, um, I had a monk tell me one of the big things that like priests do in the American Orthodox, Orthodox Church, uh, which this was basically a Bible church, uh, pretend Baptist uh, son, son of a uh, minister that ended up becoming an Antiochian priest, but his son became an Orthodox Church in America, in my area, and uh, he said basically the priest will summarize the the saints and uh, do homilies and services on, uh, you know, Bible teaching, but a lot of it's a summary of the saints, and so just thinking of... uh, experiential context full scriptura it's like I think it's yes you summarize the saints but you would also want to make sure they are aligning with scripture and uh, you know there's like a whole calendar thing but I wondered about the calendar thing today that I I like that but I, I wonder if I think in truth I will be you know doctrinally magisterium tradition uh scripture but as far as my order of understanding things but i think um in the in certain areas like with study of the saints i'm probably going to focus like on scripture tradition um magisterium because i just don't know about the whole calendar thing it's just not my background so I'll maybe transition into that but for different categories I think I am going to think different ways at least initially on those topics I'm not going to just you know I I think it's going to be interesting to see um, you know in order to correctly divide the word of truth in order to correctly divide the words of oral tradition that that's part of what I'm getting at is you know, so, so, uh, 